friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. Here we are entering December. And if you are anything like me, you absolutely love this month. For our family, it is extra special as it's the month we celebrate our wedding anniversary and our oldest daughter's birthday. It's also a month that I have always loved the joy and the good cheer and a sappy Christmas movie and fireplace roaring and family time decorating Christmas trees and making Christmas cookies. So I hope as we enter this month that has often been seen as a month of craziness as we're preparing for the holiday, that we recognize the gift of slowing down and being present with our loved ones. There is nothing more than presence that COVID has taught me about just how much I truly enjoy being present, being in the space of my family, especially on a warm, cozy night by the fire. And as I start today's episode, the word presence really plays into what I'm going to share with you. Um, I honestly can't remember if I said today's episode was going to be about anything in particular or if it would have been a surprise, but this is an extra special episode. The episode is dedicated to not only my husband's grandmother, but to all of our grandmothers, all of those women that have impacted our lives in such a profound way, with just such a sense of love and joy and presence for us as we were growing up and for even our children. So what I want to share with you and what makes this such a special episode is that I decided to share with you the journey of being with my husband's grandmother on Thanksgiving Day as she took her final breath. I walked into my husband's life 26 years ago. We started dating when we were in high school, and very early on in our relationship, I met his mom's mom and dad, as well as his dad's mom. But what I remember so distinctly is how his mom's mom and dad, but I feel like my connection with his dad came 
maybe in time as I felt more comfortable and, you know, getting to know his grandfather. And there's always just in my life been such a connection to grandmothers. So as I met his grandma 26 years ago, I immediately felt this warm, welcoming presence that radiated from her. There was a joy about her, a smile that lit up a room, and the sweetness that she embodied as a grandmother was something that I admired, something that I would look at and think, when I'm a grandmother, I want to be just as sweet, just as loving, just as present, just as happily in love after so many years of marriage as she is. And this wasn't because I hadn't seen this type of love. My mom and pop-up were just as much in love. My mom had her own special sweetness and her special moments in my life and the way she impacted my life. But to be welcomed into a family at the age of 15 and just from the very beginning know that you were seen and you were heard and you were noticed as another family member at such a young age, just left such a profound impact on my life and my connection with her. Luckily, as we ended up marrying and having our daughters, we lived very close to this set of my husband's grandparents. And we often, or I often, would take my girls over there when they were little to visit. And again, I witnessed her joy in being around her great-granddaughters. And just the aura about her that was filled with a sweetness and a love that was unending for family. There was a day six years ago when she lost her husband and I walked in to just spend some time with her and help her with medications and noticed that she had had a stroke and um, was there by her side for that. And this is really just telling you major points in our connection, you know, spending time with her with the kids, being there when she had that medical emergency, being actually one of the first ones, my husband and I were one of the first ones there with her when she found out her husband had passed away, my husband's grandfather. So what I am about to share with you is how... All of this relationship and connection that I felt with her led me to be by her side on Thanksgiving Day. We knew for a few weeks, maybe a few days, that she was, you know, her health was ailing. She had had a fall just the week prior. Um, 
she wasn't doing well, and she had been on hospice for a period of time. During COVID, we weren't able to see her at the nursing home. We were able to do like a window visit for most of COVID outside. We got to do one of those I went to. My husband may have gone to one other. And then we were allowed inside to visit, and my husband and I went up there in October. But it was really about mid-October where she her health started to fail, and she had this fall, and everything was snowballing. And last Wednesday, we decided to go on up and um, spend some time with her and say our goodbyes. As my mother-in-law was told by the doctor, it wouldn't be long. But we all know that we're not in charge of time at the end of our life or when we will take that final breath. And so she made it through the night. And on Thanksgiving morning, my husband's parents went up to spend time with her and then shared that they were headed home. And I said, to myself, well, if it wasn't Thanksgiving, I would go spend time with her and sit there. And then I sort of blew it off. And then I came right back around and I looked at my husband and said, I have to go and be with her. I can't let her just sit in a nursing home at the end of her life by herself. My daughters hadn't seen her. So we said, okay, we'll, we'll, I'll head up with our youngest. She can say goodbye to her. And then you can bring up our oldest who had just woken up. And then she can say goodbye and you can take the girls home and I will stay and sit with her. So I witnessed the last hours of this beautiful woman's life. A woman who impacted my life likely more than she'll ever realized in this lifetime. And unfortunately, you look back sometimes and you say, I wish I had shared with her. But I do know that in my actions, she knew that she was very special to me. And it was special to spend these last couple of hours with her. I witnessed my youngest daughter sing Silent Night and Amazing Grace and one of her original songs at her bedside. I witnessed grandma open her eyes and look at my daughters. And I witnessed both of them holding her hand and saying their goodbyes and that they loved her. And then they headed home. From the time they headed home at maybe 12, 15, 12, 30 in the afternoon until 2 30 to 2.45, I spent my time with her holding her hand, rubbing my hand through her hair. She was no longer opening her eyes um, and just spent the time in reflection of our relationship, our connection, and how I truly loved her as my own. You know, I can remember going to see grandma and grandpa and saying, I would make these calls to the insurance for them or maybe Medicare or whatever. And I would say, well, I'm the granddaughter-in-law when the person on the other line would answer. And they would always say in the background, you're not a granddaughter-in-law, you're our granddaughter. And I knew that that's how they felt about me. And I know that they knew I felt that way about them. 
that in my life, I was not only blessed with two beautiful souls as my grandmas in my family, blood grandparents, but that I was blessed with two extras at meeting my husband and joining his family. When we started our life together, we had seven of our eight grandparents living. When we had our first daughter and our second daughter, we had six of eight grandparents living. So we have years of memories of our daughters even having conversations and interactions and time in the garden and time baking chicken pot pie and um, whatnot with great grandparents. And so we have been really, really blessed. And I just look back at that time with such a warm heart that God gifted me not only my own grandparents and the two special grandmothers I had that impacted my life, but also gifted me with two extra grandmas as I entered my husband's family. But this grandma was so special to me that it just felt right to be present and by her side. It felt like there was nowhere else to be, even though it was Thanksgiving Day and my family was at home, but to be by her side and holding her hand. You know, I was blessed with a final gift of those hours with her. Hours that I know I will never forget. And hours that encompassed a gift in many ways, where the gift of just being the one by her side, the gift of getting to express how deeply I felt for her and loved her, and knowing that she heard me, even though she couldn't respond. And the gift of witnessing her final breath. And if there had ever been a point in my life where I questioned what it's like at the end of our life, all of that would be confirmed on this beautiful Thanksgiving day that I spent next to her. Around 2.50 in the afternoon, I saw her smile, and then she quickly changed the smile. There were two smiles, and then they quickly changed to a whimper. And then she took a deep breath, and she was gone. And I have no doubt in my mind, and like I said, if I ever doubted what life was like at the end, and if our family came to be with us, and if we were reunited with the loves of our life, or our children, or our parents. All of that question or doubt, because I had never experienced it, was confirmed with her smile and her whimper that looked so profoundly connected to being reunited with her husband. It was beautiful. It left me in tears. It gave me hope for all of us at the end of our life. And the final gift in that was that hope for the end of all of our lives 
But also, she never knew, and many people didn't, that one of the things I always thought would happen when I cared for my own grandparents in our home and in a hospice unit was that I would be there at the very end and I would witness this profound transition from this lifetime to taking their last breath. And it never happened. I had my grandfather in our home and I slept through my alarm to give him his morphine. And when I awoke, he was gone already. And with my mom, who was one of my best friends for all of my life, I had finally fallen asleep, and my sister witnessed her last breath, but I did not. I was awoken and told that she had passed on. So not only did my husband's grandmother gift me with just her love for 26 years of my life and the welcoming presence that she gave me all of those 26 years, but especially way back When we first met, she also gifted me with one of the most profound experiences that I will carry with me forever. And it will always remind me of her and it will always bring me hope in our connection with our loved ones and even after they pass on. I share this story with you because I want to offer you hope in a season of the holidays, a season where we might be feeling like we're left without hope and we've been spread too thin and we're exhausted and we don't see the light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic. I want to offer you hope, a hope that there's something bigger and it's within all of us and it meets us every step of the way. And for me, that hope lies in love and family and presence and knowing that we will always meet again. And as I shift from the story of my life to the lessons from our beloved grandmother, I want to offer you lessons that... I know can impact our life so greatly because the more I thought about it, every one of my grandmothers had this essence about them in how they lived their life. And so as I transition from the story, I will share with you that as I was leaving the nursing home that day, one of the aides caught up with me and said, she was just so sweet. We're so sorry for your loss. She just had this personality. And she, and I said, she was the like a light in the world. A light in the world that sometimes feels really dark and lonely. But she was a light. And then it hit me. How much she was a light by being just herself. Now, we never had any really deep conversations, but I think we would all agree that our grandmother's generation didn't strive to be more or be better. 
I, you know, I'm sure there was comparison among how their sisters were mothering or living and how they were or a friend. But in any moment with any one of my grandmothers or my husband's grandmothers, I've always felt this present joy for life and just that being themselves was enough and that they knew that by being themselves, they were like lighting up someone's life. And I feel like in our generation, we've gotten away from ourselves. You know, many of us say we're trying to find ourselves or we don't know why we're doing this or, you know, what path we should take. And it's all inside of us. And we've witnessed it for years right in front of our face if we've been blessed by grandmothers who stayed pretty damn true to themselves. And that doesn't mean that someone listening doesn't think, well, my grandmother didn't really have that part of her life or it was dictated as to what she was going to do. And I understand that. And I believe that happened in many of their lives that maybe they did wish for a little more. But I also believe that in the deepest part of their heart and soul, they were perfectly blessed and happy being a light in this moment, in this life, to share with the world. And the lesson that comes from that is to live in the present day and be who you were born to be. Your greatest work is often said to be in the four walls of your home. I know I have always loved that saying because I have always felt my greatest work has been in my home. And we could look at a spin of that and say the four walls of your home and within your body. Take care of yourself. You're, live presently and be who you were born to be inside your heart and soul. And then share it with your family. Raise your family how you want to raise them, being true to you. Be the friend that you want to be. Share your light first with those you love and then with the world. Stop pushing so hard and wearing yourself so thin that you're tired and you can't necessarily give your best to those right in front of you. Months ago, one of my podcast episodes was about the saying from a class that I, an exercise class I had taken, that your job is not to fix the world. It is to mend what is right in front of you. And when I think of our grandmothers, I truly believe that that is how they lived. They didn't wake up every day and say, how can I be so big that I'll change the world? They changed the world of their family right in front of them. I know I watched my grandmothers and my husband's grandmothers do that every time I've been in their presence. 
and I am so blessed by how many years I've had in the presence of them. Think about the lessons from our grandmothers. And that by honoring yourself, you are honoring them. Your light, by being the person your grandma knew you were. I often think about that, how they, grandmothers see no wrong in their grandchildren, right? Um, At least not the ones I've experienced. And I know my mom and my mother-in-law really see no wrong in my daughters. And in the midst of motherhood, we are so caught up in being more, doing our darndest to maybe get a promotion or we're going to move to that bigger home or, you know, get the invite to be that speaker. And I am at fault for this too. I have pushed and pushed and pushed for years trying to figure out who am I? And it was always inside of me and my grandmother's always saw it. So I invite you to think about honoring yourself as the woman your grandmother saw you to be. And as you honor yourself in that, honor her. Honor the woman that spread her light with her family and then her friends, her community, her church. Just by being her. Just by giving her smile to people. She didn't have some big goal to be the next TED speaker. She didn't have necessarily the goal to write a book. But there is something so profound about being a woman who shares her light day in and day out, making an impact on so many lives just by being her, just by sharing her smile by taking care of her family, by loving herself. And I do hope all of our grandmothers love themselves and looked at the life they led with joy. And it never ceased to amaze me that everyone of our grandmothers really just wants one thing at the end of their life. And it's to be surrounded by their family, surrounded by love. And that's not always possible. But even when family is afar, they know you love them. They know. They just, they feel it. And The way they live their life like that really teaches us so much about family being first. Motherhood, taking care of ourselves and those right in front of us. And these are some of the greatest lessons of our life and the lessons that our grandmothers gave us. As we step into this week ahead, I invite you to think about the lessons your grandmother taught you. How beautiful were those lessons? Maybe share them with your children. And remember 
to close, I share with you that our grandmothers, they were the healers too. They were all healing simply by being themselves and sharing their light. I invite you to soak that up and to know that each one of us is a healer for the world by being ourselves. I wish you an amazing week. I cannot wait to come back here and share another episode with you next week. And as I started this episode, I will finish that I dedicate it to my mom, my grandma, my husband's grandma, and his grandma that's still living, and to all the grandmothers out there in the world, especially my, my mom and my mother-in-law, who are the best grandmothers my daughters need, and to remember to lean on the lessons from our grandmothers and to take them with us through life. Reach out, share with me your story of your grandma being your light. You can send it to Angie at AngieShafer.com. In the show notes, I'll have the spelling. Have a great week, and I'll be back next. Bye-bye.